This is Gang Growl, your faggot of Benya, watching Jobber Jabber. <laughs> hey, this Road Warrior Animal, and you're watching Jobber Jabber. Oh, what a rush. Hey, hey, hey there, guys. This is Tutus for Jobber Jabber. I'm going solo this week. Well, kind of. I got a friend here in the studio with me. Uh, he doesn't know shit about wrestling, but he can he can chime in if he wants to. I don't care. It's my buddy Corey. Oh, listen to him. They all like him. But the reason I'm doing this is I want to do a uh, what was that, that pay per view last night? The Elimination Chamber was last night, and I'd like to add a few things about it. Um, not real happy. Uh, the WWE has has the heat from AEW coming, and they want to they're gonna have to do some stuff to make the fans happy if they're going to try and keep them fans there instead of going to AEW. Corey, do you even know what AEW is? No. It's a new wrestling uh, promotion that is trying to compete with WWE. The owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars football team and some other wrestlers started it and they had a $100 million startup offering better contracts, insurance, all that stuff that WWE doesn't offer. And uh, by the sounds of it, some real competition, real competition that these guys haven't had in a lot of years. So, good old Vince McMahon, he's got to get his, pull up his uh, big boy pants and do something here to make his fans happy because if he don't, they got somewhere else to go, along with the wrestlers. A lot of wrestlers, as you know, have already went over to AEW. Uh, Chris Jericho, uh, well, there's, there's lots of them. We, you guys all know we've been covering it for the last month here. But the wrestlers aren't afraid to lose their jobs at WWE no more. They have somewhere to go with better pay and their expenses are paid for. So, let's start off with the Elimination Chamber. There's a few things that I'm uh, not happy with. Let's start off with the Women's Tag Team Championship. That was great. Uh, we've been waiting for a Women's Tag Team belt for a long time. I think it's the first time since like the 70s and it's, it's been, uh, we've been waiting for it for a long time. The only thing I don't like is the result. Everybody going into this thought Sasha and Bailey were going to win, and they did. Um, if they're trying to push Nia Jackson to Mina to be these big, burly bitches that they are and, and take over the women's division, they just crushed them. I mean, they were knocked out too early. But with with uh, Sasha and Bailey winning, uh, that's a good way to start the women's tag team division. Um, really, not much to say about it. I mean. You knew going in that it was either Sasha and Bailey or Nia and Tamina. None of the other ones were going to win it. I don't like it when they put these matches together for a pay-per-view when you know certain people in the match aren't going to win. I mean, come on, that's old. It'd be like watching a football game that you know who's going to win. But anyway, I don't know if they're doing that because they can write it and do it how they want it. They need to surprise some people and give us what the fans want. And I'll get to that later, because the fans wanted something at the end of this pay-per-view, and the WWE dropped the ball on that. So, um, I'll, well, we'll talk about the, uh, the, the Buddy Murphy and uh, Tozawa match. I really don't care about that. Buddy Murphy retained, yeah. That's why I was on the pre-show. Then we come up to the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The Usos versus The Miz and Shane. And if you remember my last podcast... I told you that Shane and Miz were winning this just to transfer to another tag team. That's what happened. They won it. 
and now the Usos have it, which doesn't really make any sense because the Usos could have won it on their own and having Shane and Miz hold the title for a month made no sense, but I called it. That was easy to see. And Shane O'Mac is a crazy fucker, isn't he? He always pulls out some kind of crazy shit. He's got to be 50 years old. He's jumping off the top of the cage and dive. I mean, he's going to die when he did. He is, just for the love of the show. But you know he wasn't going to be a regular player in the game. So the title win was nothing. It was just a, just a way to um, transfer those titles to Usos. And what I see happening here is Shane and uh, The Miz are going to be feuding, which comes to WrestleMania. WrestleMania match between The Miz and Shane O'Mac. Mark my words. I'm usually right. I'm going to be right this time. Okay. The Intercontinental Championship. Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. And we knew that Leo Rush was not going to win that. So that was kind of senseless too. Leave a comment on our page and tell me if any of these matches made much sense. I mean, they were all predictable. Um, the Raw Women's Tag Team Championship, Ronda Rousey and Ruby Riot. It lasted, what, two minutes? When we knew going in that Ronda Rousey wasn't going to lose to Ruby Riot. That's going to be WrestleMania. Becky Lynch is going to get in there somehow, even though she's suspended. Yada, yada, yada. The same old bullshit. I'm telling you, man, WWE is going to lose a lot of fans if they don't start doing what the fans want or not being so predictable. Because we know Ronda Rousey's not going to lose that title before WrestleMania. So having Ruby Riot face her made no sense whatsoever. And of course, Becky Lynch, who is supposed to be suspended for 60 days, which we know is bullshit too because she's going to be at WrestleMania. She'll find a way. She'll be in a match or something to get in there. She was ringside with Charlotte Flair. She attacked Charlotte and uh, blah, 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 Rousey. Um, this added to the, the whole storyline of Becky Lynch being the man. <laughs> yeah, Corey, they got a girl on there that says she's the man now. <laughs> she's the man. Yeah. No, she's great. She's a great wrestler. But she's supposedly suspended. But, you know, she'll be back for WrestleMania. Uh, Baron Corbin versus bon, uh, Braun Strowman. A waste. They're pushing Braun Strowman into the ground. They built him up to be this strong guy that's supposedly going to be the next champion. And they bury him with Corbin and Lashley and McIntyre. Total waste of a match. I mean, just a waste. All right, man. Well, it's about that time. We got to take a break. Let our sponsors see what they got to say. And pay a few bills around here. We'll be right back. Y'all ready for NXT? NXT, give my NXT. Damn, man, my damn NXT notes are stuck up on the goddamn. I knew I forgot something. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, sorry, y'all, man. I didn't. Oh, make sure everything all right on the screen. Oh, yep. It all look good. Hey guys, we're back. That's them uh, strong words from Anchor. If you don't use Anchor, go check it out. And you know you can hear us on eight different podcast apps. Uh, iTunes, Google, Spotify, uh, Radio Public. I don't know. They're listed on our page. There's eight of them. If you can't find one of them, then you're a loser. Anyway, and they show the Miz flipping out backstage. 
that leads to the uh, the feud I'm saying with Shane O'Mac and uh, the pay-per-view that's going to be coming up at WrestleMania. Um, then they wasted time with Lacey Evans walking out for some reason. Wasted time. Anyway, WWE Championship. This was the main event, and it was good. But, however, did anybody think that Kofi Kingston was going to win this? Absolutely not. And why he was in it in the first place, we don't know. And it got down to the last two was Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston. And that just sewed it up, telling you that he wasn't going to win it. So why they put these middle card wrestlers in these main matches, it just, it just it baffles me. We all knew that AJ Styles or Samoa Joe or Daniel Bryan was going to win this. So the wasted three spots. Randy Orton came out strong. Uh, gave an RKO to everybody. I love that guy. But the fans all wanted Kofi Kingston. You could hear him chanting. Um, and this is where the WWE needs to do what the fans want. They have the, the referee has the headphones in. They can call from the back. Hey, let's wrap this match up and let Kofi do, get the pin. That crowd would have went bananas last night if Kofi would have won that. But everybody knew when it got down to Kofi and uh, Daniel Bryan that Daniel Bryan was going to win. Anyway, that's the yes chant, but nobody's chanting yes no more. They're chanting no. Nobody likes Daniel Bryan. Uh, Kofi, Kofi winning that would have been excellent, dude. I mean, he would only hold it to WrestleMania. Uh, but hey, it would have been good stuff, man. Good stuff. Anyway, overall, the pay-per-view kind of sucked ass, if you ask me. The only thing that was a good match was the last one, until it got down to Kofi and Daniel Bryan, because then I knew who was going to win it. And I predicted on the last podcast that Kofi had no chance of winning it, and why he was in there, I'll never know. So, now we're leading up to Fastlane would be the next pay-per-view, which is going to be another senseless pay-per-view. Every year, between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, the two pay-per-views are just worthless. They don't, because they, they, they have the matches set for WrestleMania, so you know that none of that's going to change at the next two pay-per-views. <clears throat> they set a match for two months down the road, they're not going to have those guys lose in between. And they think we're dumb to believe it. So anyway, the next two pay-per-views, this one last night and the next one coming up, you know that the main players that are going to be at WrestleMania aren't going to do anything in these next ones. I mean, it's simple. And if you're sick of that, leave a comment. I'll put a post on uh, Facebook and let me know what you guys think. Do you think they need to play more to the fans and uh, keep the fans where they are instead of going to AEW? AEW's pay-per-view is March, I don't know, 15th or whatever it is. It sold out in four minutes. Tickets went on sale. Four minutes it sold out. WWE isn't selling out. So, like I said before, if you're a wrestling fan, you watch WWE, and all that's, all the AEW is going to do is pull people from WWE to AEW. They're not going to pull new people. There's not people out there that don't watch wrestling that all of a sudden watch wrestling. All the fans that AEW gets are going to be pulled from WWE. So, and WWE is already having problems with fans, and if they lose half of them to AEW, Vince's wallet's going to shrink, and... Uh, I see trouble for WWE. A lot of people don't believe it, but 
look at the names that they're signing and uh all the wrestlers they're not afraid to go man they're not afraid to go the last time they had this was wcw um but wcw wasn't serious about it they were just there to try and draw money or something i mean they they didn't play to the fans they they it was a joke everybody knows that so um that's about all i have for this podcast i'm sorry it's so short but all i did was cover the I wanted to give you my uh, opinion on the Elimination Chamber. I didn't like it at all. Uh, the, the matches were okay, but the results were so predictable that uh, I thought it was dumb. I mean, I don't like watching a pay-per-view when I know what the results are going to be. In every match, I knew who was going to win going in. And to me, that takes away from the fun. So, anyway. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, at Porky's Boys. Uh, my personal Twitter is the number two, the word tooth. The number one. Elvis is at Rockstar 49er. And Elvis will be on the next podcast. Uh, today you had to suffer with just two tooth. Uh, I might have to change my name too, by the way. I don't have those two teeth anymore. But anyway. Um, what did I say? Twitter. Um, teespring.com slash jobber jabber to find our new t-shirts. The this guy t-shirts. And uh, you know where we're at. Facebook. Twitter, all that good stuff, man. Check us out next time. You know what you do? Don't tap out.